Okay, so what if I were to tell you that whatever you want out of life is perfectly good for you? The power of belief to manifest anything you desire through the law of attraction doesn't just work for a few people. It always manifests for every human being who's determined to master the art of self-validation in order to manifest their best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, unwavering, manifesting, kinetic believers all over the world. So glad to have you back with us today. I'm Stephen Canyon. Our email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. If you've got any questions or comments, stephencanyon.com is the website. Well, greetings to you, Miss Megan. Greetings. Who just happens to be an original, most amazing, self-validating, co-equal, creative creator. (laughs) What's happening with you? (laughs) <laughs> that's quite the introduction will you start introducing me i think so like that always if we can just yeah i'm gonna throw a spotlight on you when, we, when i say let's it. do it i love it i'm great i'm great I'm you're really living good. the good life aren't you oh yeah mm-hmm. yes la dolce vida huh the sweet life oh that's what that means i thought it that's what i thought <laughs> I don't sort of, I don't sort of, la dolce la dolce vida vida yes nice mm-hmm. good life the good life well what's happening with you What's happening? What's happening? Um, I'm just excited. I'm just excited about everything that's going on. I feel, I don't know if I've ever felt this optimistic. So many things on the horizon that I'm looking forward to. Optimistic. That's happiness. Yeah. That's genuine. That's genuine happiness. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm Mm. feeling that in a very deep, broad, larger than life. I see it all over your face. <laughs> you, I'm glowing. You're radiating. Thank you. Listen, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, we have created a Kinetic Belief podcast library with over 130 titles for you to enjoy and to learn from and to use as well as an addition to your guided journaling for manifesting. It's really saying something too, considering how long each podcast is. They're not five minutes. Well, so that's exciting. No, it's a practice. It's, and yeah. it truly is a study. And the best part of all of that is, is that you can listen to any of those titles on demand anytime day or night and if you know a lot of people i find out are just like me and we do some of our most creative thinking at the oddest times at two or three in the morning (laughs) absolutely isn't that true in the oddest places at the the oddest times (laughs) who knew yeah right there in the bed absolutely also you know if you haven't already make sure that you visit our website at stephencanyon.com and sign up for the podcast notifications so that you'll receive a notification every week as soon as a new kinetic belief title is dropped. Yeah. Because, you know what, look, knowledge knowledge is key to mastering the universe around you. Mm-hmm. And this, as we talk about all the time, it's vital that we continually stir it up. Yes. Just, you know, knowing something is not the same as uh, experiencing that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Stirring it up. You, chosen mind guidance is essential and it's vital to the successful way of life of the kinetic believer and you said it, it's a choice it's a it's something that you're choosing and you have to choose it every day over and over and over again and you and then you get to reap these accumulative benefits mm. i'm gonna write that. that down chosen mind guidance I love that these you know these podcasts are designed to 
satiate the passion of those who are effectively desiring to manifest their best lives. Yes. And that's yeah. that's the whole purpose of it. That's why we pour what we do into these podcasts. And I also tell you, you know, the ultra successful, and that's really the the ultimate goal for any purposeful kinetic believer is to be ultra successful in this life, to be joyous and like you're saying, optimistically happy, prosperous, mm-hmm. healthy, uh, as a way of life. And the way to do this is to infuse our meditative thought life with the substance of our highest expectations. Well, and I have to say, the older I get, the with every year that comes and goes, it's I'm more susceptible to spiraling when I don't nip everything immediately when it happens. So when a negative feeling comes, you know, years and years ago, I, maybe I had a negative thought and it would just sort of come and go. Um, but now if I don't really grab it and, and deal with it in that moment, it does, it does cause me to spiral. And so being, you know, these podcasts more than anything, I feel like they just equip me and put my, me in the, the right mindset to, you know, bring every thought into captivity like you've taught us. Every thought into captivity. And that is really subjecting the subconscious, mm-hmm. which a lot of people will refer to as the um, second nature. The second nature then becomes the first nature because we're intentionally stirring up those thoughts, yeah. the, the right way of thinking that is in the subconscious to take over. And yeah. so that the knee-jerk reaction ultimately becomes the right reaction. Absolutely. Not being led around by our thoughts and emotions. Mm, that's everything. So, yeah, this is a way of life for the kinetic believer, and I am so glad to be back. Oh, me Doing too. these once a week now instead of every day has been quite the... Actually, it's a challenge in the in the in a strangest way. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, because you have so many accumulated thoughts and things that we want to discuss, and it's it's like, oh, can we get it all in? I think we will. I think well, we can. What I'm doing is, as I'm going through the week, I'm just taking notes and say, oh, I got to talk about this. I need, I need to make sure we <laughs> right. mention this. Oh, I want to get into all of this as yeah. well. So here we are. We're loaded for bear today. And it does feel good to be back with our people. And speaking of our people, we heard from Stephanie from North Carolina this week. She she emailed in a question regarding her relationship with her mother and she said my whole life I have felt different I'm a happy person I love to laugh I'm very optimistic she has three boys she's been married twice and she realizes that in relationships maybe she was settling even afraid to explore opportunities that were presented to me uh, she always has that sense of there's more out there there's more to life and she knows the power of the law of attraction she's seen it she's felt it and, and experienced that in her life and then she moves into her her real question here which is her mother's her best friend she's supporting and loving and she would do almost anything for me however big however um, her mother's a person who operates on emotion and feeling and she's often dwelling in the negative. And so she's just mm-hmm. wanting some advice. She said, I need advice on how to continue to grow and not let my mother, what she says, derail her, her belief, her vision. But she still wants to be able to share her excitement. But then she, she's worried because when she shares her excitement, <laughs> it's being shot down. And so, it, and I can totally relate. And I see why this is such a confusing question for us because you you have such strong emotions with a with a situation like this and she also says she's just the only person that she even discusses her true heart's desires with can you offer any advice (laughs) there's a loaded load a lot of questions in that um so she's she's saying what do i do about my relationship with my mother correct so you know our parents are often one of the most difficult challenges to overcoming negative influencers and one of our 
early in life, strongest desires is that of parental approval. Yes. For all of us. No question. And in, it's in our human condition, we require first step instructions and correction from the parental uh, guidance that we're receiving. Mm-hmm. And so our sensory perceptions are heightened for tutelage. In other words, for that instruction, for that approval. And the result is that we naturally want our coaches to be proud of us. We want approval, celebration, edification, championing, encouragement, all of that stuff. Now, why is it that we want that? It's because, look, we come into the natural believing that we are okay. I mean, we our first thoughts are, you know, aren't I amazing? Everybody, <laughs> look at me. I am really just fantastic. Why is that? Well, because we are energetically really okay. We do come into the natural perfectly okay. And so if we don't receive approval for our okayness, it hurts. And the energetics containing the negative opposing force of the substance of things we're not hoping for, it hurts. You can feel it. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, you can feel it and it hurts because it's tangible. It's a very real source. It is an energy that's manifesting something negative. Negativity is very real and the substance has a destructive force of decay. So, Stephanie, you said that even though you don't want to disrupt your momentum, you were talking about the successes in your life with some kind of a negative response from your mother in this case, you still find yourself so excited that you just blurt out what you're excited about. Boy, I can relate with that. How many times, (laughs) Megan, have I said, you know, this is a a great thing. We're going home to see some family and I am not going to say one word. I walk in the back door. Guess what? (laughs) Me too. It's a tough thing. Me too. So Steph, I I commend you because you've already gained the understanding that when you subject your beliefs for the approval of another and you then receive the energetics of disapproval by your own admission that judgment disrupts your momentum so in other words whatever you're sharing with someone else for validation is just wishful thinking and you're vulnerable to the energetics of double-mindedness when you do that so kinetic belief manifests because it already exists within the determination of your immovable thoughts and your words and your actions for your best life that uh optimistic happiness that you're already experiencing because of whatever this is that's taking place in your life so if you're working through the law of attraction guided journal stephanie there is there is so much in there that will lead you into some additional revelation knowledge regarding well, this very thing, which will uh, transform you from that of vulnerability to become a venerable kinetic believer regarding mastering the energetics of your sphere of influence. Um, let me look at this. In fact, let me, I've got a copy. There's a lot in here. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Day, if you've got your journal, uh, day 28, day 28, it says at day 28, look, look at this. It says right here, quoting, it says, you are the deciding witness whose agreement is required for manifesting your kinetic beliefs. The relegation of your desires for validation, ridicule, condemnation, belittling, or derision will subject original substance to no effect. Disregard the bluster of judgments. When you doubt your convictions, your articles of faith, it's destructive to imagination. 
a wavering kinetic belief undermines the law of attraction. Swarms of ideas are attracted to meditation on present tense possession. Uh, There's some guidance for you. Look, you know, mastering self-validation is vital to becoming a successful kinetic believer where not only are all things possible, but all things being subject to you will manifest in alignment with your expectant desires and your original genius of purpose. A life of nothing missing and nothing broken. After all, that is, that is the ultimate goal for, for all of us. The purposeful kinetic believer meditates, and we do this daily in order to regulate the flow of our, of our journey through the natural while perfecting our subjective beliefs. Subjective beliefs are formulated and they are idealized by endeavoring to rewild ourselves from domesticated negative energetics. And in this case, you're, you know, you're talking about visiting with your mother. Okay, so what are domesticated negative energetics? When we come into this world as a baby, our belief system is positively energized. I mean, you come in and nothing is wrong. Nothing's wrong with you and your own thoughts. You're, you're just, <laughs> you're the best baby in the world, aren't you? We are positive, advancing human beings. But things begin to happen in, in these various little moments in, in time, in every person's life, where perception is challenged in order to formulate an opinion, an alternate various opinion. So for most of us, uh, of us it's that rare, tiny little moment when we were treated by somebody else with something other than unconditional love. And it was most likely just so subtle that, you know, well, we don't even remember it, not the first occasions. But it's what follows after that first moment that then determines most of our belief life and what we will consistently manifest and attract into our lives. Wow, that's such powerful advice that you're giving. And what I love about getting understanding, getting a depth of understanding on what you just demonstrated to us, what you just taught us, is that once you do it, once you do it one time, the freedom, the sense of freedom that rushes in is so intoxicating that you just want to continue on and keep doing that good thing and making that good decision again and again and again. So when you're protecting yourself against someone who's going to maybe make you become double-minded and you actually get to that point where you, like you said, where you don't say anything, where you don't share that dream with someone who isn't going to 100% support it. I just love how that's going to get all over you and sort of be this like self-perpetuating thing that you, that you get to do. That's so powerful. You know, you say that things happen in our lives, um, but what kind of things? I mean, just how you just finished a moment ago. I mean, what should we be looking for as we're going through that process to maybe avoid? In those few originally perfect moments of a child's life, that child is made to realize that, you know what, something is wrong with this world. (laughs) I thought everything was just perfect. I mean, look at me. But now there's something messed up here. The, their sensory perception is awakened to negative source influence that just seems to be drifting around. Yeah. And so until this introductory moment, the child had been living in a perfect, harmonious, and safe sanctuary of original source energetics. It's how we come into the natural. Mm -hmm. But then it's usually someone, a parent, some other creative creator, that just interrupts the positive flow of energetics. 
The substance of life advancing creative power is interrupted. It's a negative disruption. So now for the very first time, this young spiritual being who's having a natural experience will all of a sudden decide whether or not it's going to align the substance of its belief with that of some natural, superficial, negative judgment that it's been presented with. So the child is now either going to uh, choose to believe that a bad thing has happened and thankfully it has passed, or wrongly believe that the child itself was to blame for the bad thing and receive those negative energetics. Well, and it's so important to understand what you're saying because it gives you that knowledge. It gives you that understanding and that sense of, hey, this probably started really early. And these are things that you've been experiencing probably your whole life. And so that all of a sudden illuminates this rewilding process as this holistic picture of not just you today, but of who you've always been, who you are, and who you will be. Well, let's take that child that's wrongly believed that it is to blame for the bad thing that's shown up, yeah. or that it is even a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So now you're aligning your subjective beliefs that this is a bad thing that I'm responsible for. So what's the problem with that scenario? There is no thing that is either good or bad unless a creative creator, a human being created in the image of the creator, subjectively believes something to be bad. So the kinetic believer believes all things to be working together for good, regardless of what is apparent to mm. to most other observers. So the child's belief in his own perfection, his own completeness was never shaken until the moment that the child was convinced by feeding upon the energetics of a negative validation. And now It's at this first defining moment in that child's life that a contradiction has taken place uh, and it will decide now the outcome. In other words, there are now two opposing viewpoints for this early human being to Mm -hmm. now consider. The reason why this first moment of decision is so important is because it will change this child's life. That one first fault, negative fault, will keep on asking the human being to compensate for itself its entire life until such time that the person may discover its falsicity and change its subjective belief, casting down the energetics of condemnation. In other words, where we have misplaced alignment and acceptance of some kind of condemnation, we have weaknesses and insecurities carry these with you uh, as an adult, and you will continue to seek the approval of a parent or of a friend or a stranger out on the street if need be. Mm, wow. So it's it's the misplaced alignment with negative opinions of others that's causing these insecurities. Yeah. You know, most people have a lack of love for some part in themselves. <laughs> Unconditional yeah. love is pure and it's selfless. It's accepting of all things as they are, while understanding the all things in their present state are advancing along with the expanding universe toward perfected completion. But now you take away the perspective of that wisdom, and we just have a world full of fragile, uh, volatile souls. Now, if you believe you're bad enough, uh, enough of the time, wrong a lot of the time and responsible for mishaps and mistakes and noise and all of that. If you do, if you stop loving your own person, then I'm telling you, you're going to find it hard, if not impossible, to love anyone else in this world. Mm-hmm. On this planet, which is filled with people desperate to be loved, 
nothing will be fulfilling unless a person has compassion and understanding with self first, compassion and acceptance with the original intention for who you are supposed to be. But now imagine this instead. Imagine that um, the child decided that it was perfect when first presented with the uh, alternate version. Mm -hmm. And the child said, no. No, I don't. I don't believe you, Dad. I'm. I don't believe you, Mom. I'm. I'm actually perfect. I'm actually amazing. I'm just pretty like you. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. That one incident of judgmental negative validation didn't make the child any less special or unique. Every baby comes into the natural with the knowing that they are special. You don't believe me? <laughs> Live with them for a few days, and you'll see just how highly they rank in their opinions for themselves. They are in perfect alignment with the belief to get fed on schedule. There's no double-mindedness regarding a peaceful sleep. And sometimes when they think someone has done a good job of taking care of them, there will be this awesome moment when they'll just allow you to enjoy a, a gregarious sparkling smile one of those rare moments where every grown-up is just going to stop whatever they're doing and the room is filled with the perfection of that one smile and we all find ourselves just staring at the baby who is rewarding us for taking good care of them this is making me think of a time when i was playing with my niece and she's i think she was about four years old and a ball that we were playing with kind of went into the bushes and so she crawled in there and got it and as she emerged she went I'm the bravest girl in the whole world. And guess what? She she was the <laughs> bravest girl in the whole world until somebody might get her to believe she's not. <laughs> I just love that. So, oh, you're yeah. so, it's so true. But you know, if this baby remains unaffected by negative source influencers, mm -hmm. negative energetics, if the baby remains um, untouched by external subjective beliefs, then the original genius of that baby's purpose, unadulterated self-belief, which is not easily undermined, will continue to expand, to attract and manifest into a creative avatar, creator, who will bring purposeful development into the world as a delightful addition to the universe. You know, I have to say this is one of my favorite topics because you do, as you're taking us through this, you do... You know, you really get the sense that this is this is the key. This is the superpower. This is the thing. Mastering self-validation. If you can master self-validation, you can. There's there's just no limit to yeah. what you can accomplish, who you can be, and and what your life can really look like. That child growing up and becoming this magnificent creative creator. Um, there's no ending to this story. That's the ending is that there really isn't one. The, the grace of creation is that all things can change. All things have changed and will continue to advance. And the best part is this, that anyone, any person, regardless of your past or present, domesticated, negative beliefs, ideas that were uh, formed and validated by negative influencers, they're changeable. And they can be reformed to conform with your highest viewpoint, your immutable chosen desire for life. The kinetic believer's subjective lens for attracting our articles of faith require the following highest viewpoints regarding the totality for what we desire to manifest. And the first correct viewpoint is that nothing is wrong with the world as it is. All is well. Wow. You know, I know a lot of people ask, uh, how can all be well when there's just so much pain in the world, when so many people are struggling in all of these different ways? Um, how can you say all is well? Well, the universe is moving toward perfected completion. Therefore, everything in it is as it should be for where it is going at any given time. Mm -hmm. um, the that's true. That, that's a good point. Just keeping in mind that 
that expansion that's happening and that that's it i like that that's really that's good. it the kinetic believer sets the course for their own personal journey determining the convictions of their pathway in wow. their corresponding articles of faith we consider every fact and here this this is perspective the kinetic believer chooses to consider every fact regarding social political um, cultural pursuits around the world from this high viewpoint and that is that everything right now at any given time is as it should be as it is right now look at it this way let's say that you go back in time 10,000 years okay we, we we figure out how to fold space in on itself and we permeate right through the membrane of time and, and energy and we end up 10,000 years ago on planet earth Take your suitcase. Okay. Now you move in with a cave dwelling family. All right. So you walk in there and it would be, it would be wrong for you as you're unpacking your bag to start arguing with the the little family that's sitting there, sitting around on the, well, they're not really sitting there, just squatting. And uh, you start arguing with them saying, you know, sit, sit down on a rock, quit squatting. After a couple of weeks, you're really becoming disappointed with the way that they're living. You start trying to correct the way that they talk. You know, round out your words. Quit saying ain't. Um, and you want them to start wearing different clothes or maybe just put some on. <laughs> round out your grunts. <laughs> round out your grunts, uh, bog and cronk. And you don't like what they're eating. You know, you're tired of watching them eating insects or whatever. There's hardly anything now in your mind that this little K family is doing right, according to your own uh, sense of what is correct. But now the, the actual perfecting reality is that this cave-dwelling family is actually living exactly how they should be living for this particular time in the substance of the advancing universe. And so it is in 2020. Fold the space back in, get your suitcase, crawl back through, bang, here you are. You're back in 2020. All things can be more advanced as you look around. And you see problems with different governments and different peoples and culture all over the world. And all things can be less advanced, and you now realize that, or it could be further advanced. However, as you look around, things are good. And they are as they should be. Since they are as they should be, they are good as they are advancing toward perfected completion within a universe that is expanding toward the same. So after our little journey here, we realize that the purposeful kinetic believer masters self-validation by meditating to observe every human being, every member of their family, their friends, mom, neighbors, uh, those in your own household, your life partner. We see all others in the same way. And that they are all good, and as they should be, as they are advancing, regardless of whether or not they are as advanced as you, or more advanced than you, or less than you, in your own estimation. So the manifesting attitude for the kinetic believer is that, you know what, nothing is wrong with the universe that is advancing toward completion. And while all of creation includes all of humanity, nothing can be wrong with any human being who likewise is advancing toward perfected completion. The only thing that can ever be wrong with the kinetic believer is our own subjective beliefs, our own attitude. Yeah. So mm -hmm. what we do is we just meditate to optimistically, happily, and joyfully choose to subjectively believe that, you know what, all things are 
as they should be and according to the perfect plan of our creator. Well, you've taught us so many times about the power of just saying all things are good, things are good, calling things good. And so I love sort of combining that that dictate of saying that with the understanding of why we're saying that. And you can sort of picture this ever-growing expansion that, that backs up uh, you saying that. Yeah, I just, I love that. I mean, so all things are as they should be and obviously that's the Mm. perfect attitude for all of us to have so that would also explain uh, this is a big one why we shouldn't judge each other well that's right (laughs) here's another caveat that no one is supposed to be just like you what sorry Meg Each each person is uniquely created to be a beautiful, individual reflection of a single tacit of creation. Well, when we look around and we see things that are just so overtly negative, I mean, how are we not going to see that and call it that and not be influenced by it? Changing our perspective, aren't we? You know, the kinetic believer intentionally masters the universe around them. The personal atmosphere of their occupied space by maintaining their space as sanctified or consecrated. And we do it in alignment with our chosen articles of faith, our convictions. In other words, the space that I'm occupying, regardless of where I am, I'm at home right now, uh, I'm associating with this space as sacred to me. If I step across the threshold into um, uh, going, going shopping into a store somewhere, that space becomes sacred to me. The beautiful thing about my space is that the center of the space where I find myself throughout each day, wherever I am, the center of that space is located within me. You know, and as you're teaching us all about mastering self-validation today, I love that you, as usual, you keep taking us within you keep saying get it all from within and what's be, really being revealed today is that when you get something from within that thing you'll you'll always be in the driver's seat you, that way you always have control over that thing so if you need something you know there's there's just so many good positive things that come from pulling from within because if you look out you have no control over that you only control what comes from within and so I love that no matter what the topic that's the key to putting yourself in the driver's seat and having full control over the outcome of these things a good way to see it is to imagine your subjective belief which is uh, obviously it's our reality that is centered from within our imagination Mm -hmm. coming from within Our chosen subjective reality is that of positive expectations. Yes. So imagine the vortex, if you will, of these energetics that are swirling around you. And it's going to affect the immediate environment because you're maintaining that force field of positive energetics. My positive expectations, my positive desires, my positive viewpoint, my positive thought forms, my positive words, my positive actions emanate from within me, from the center of my personal self. Persons, places, and things can be consecrated. They can be set apart. And it is the sole responsibility of the kinetic believer through self-validation, to set themselves apart from negative energetics of viewpoints, negative thought forms, negative words, and negative actions. And so in the true sense of the word, consecrating to your self-validation simply means being obedient to your very own soul, Mm -hmm. obedience to your conviction for living your best life, obedience to your articles of faith. Obedience is such a perfect word. Um, and like you just said, only when it's that obedience to our personal chosen beliefs. I just love that. It really takes us back to being a kinetic believer 
with intention, with purpose. Right. It's, 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 it is done on purpose. That's the elite successful avatars of the world. Those who build great wealth and who attract lives of thorough enjoyment. The one percenters who are advancing the blueprint for the lives that they've chosen to live. They all have this one thing in common an unwavering commitment to manifest their original genius of purpose, the substance of which is only going to be found and located within. Look, it's reasonable for the human condition to desire validation from people that we admire when we go home from our parents, our family, even strangers on the street. But we're not interested in reasonings when it comes to purpose. Don't be interested in reasonings when it comes to your purpose. Uh, uh, Divest yourself of that. Achievements, ideas, opinions actually need to be validated to begin attracting the substance of what is hoped for to manifestation. Validation is important. And when someone isn't unconditionally loving themselves, when they're not self-validating their desires, just like the baby was before it got messed with, And this is the first thing we do as children, especially when we have accomplished something. We want our parents to recognize and validate that we did something good. Look how high I can jump. Isn't that good? Look how fast I can run. Aren't I fast? Watch me throw this ball. I can really throw it good, can't I? Watch me ride my bike. Mom, mommy, mommy, mommy. Watch me ride my bike. I'm fast, aren't I? Listen to me sing. Watch me dance. Whatever. Recognition and acceptance. Is the result of someone's validating approval. Now, you can imagine what happens if you don't give it to yourself and you don't get it from somebody else. Low self-esteem. Mm. It's just a sense of wow. unworthiness. That's what kicks in. That's amazing. I mean, you know, I, there's so many people, so many people, they have low self-esteem. Mm. I mean, what would you say to someone who is fr- suffering from that sense of it's, it's really a sense of unworthiness, isn't it? I mean, what what could someone like yeah. that do today, immediately, right now? I think that's the best word for it, you know. How many people have you... I mean, you've heard of the self-sabotaging uh, person who's about to make it big in some way or get, make a lot of money or they yeah. get a lot of money, they can't hold on to it, and they don't feel worthy of it. It's yeah. a sense of unworthiness. Um, kinetic believers develop within self-validation modalities, And they do it by listening to podcasts like this, uh, reading books about kinetic belief, by keeping a guided manifesting journal, like we were saying, stirring these concepts up, Mm -hmm. and by growing in the ability to celebrate and to champion our original genius of purpose, the original version of yourself, the ego, the identity that you came into the natural with. In other words, self-validation is not about agreeing with or disagreeing with a parent or a best friend or anyone else regarding the acceptance of our thoughts and our viewpoints and desires. Self-validation is about developing in the ability to unconditionally love our thoughts and our unwavering desires. When, when a person is moved from their chosen life path by some perceived observations or by the judgments of other people, when they are moved from their original purpose, it just simply means that they are, they become interdependent uh, human beings and as such are requiring feedback and encouragement from other people, from anyone, from a stranger, if need be, for motivation. You know, I really like that you, that you made that you said the phrase, 
you're going to be growing in the ability to master self-validation. I just think that's incredibly important because I know for myself, I can slip into my perfectionist mode and if I don't do something perfect day one, I just, I can't stand it. It drives me crazy. So really getting that concept and understanding this idea that this is something, this is a practice and this is something you're, you're going to be pursuing and chasing after and, and developing in and growing in for forever. You're going to get better and better and better at this. By working at it. Yeah. You know, it's a sad thing that for anyone, a masterpiece, which every individual comes in the natural being, a tacit of the creative universe, it's so sad to become subjective to others and because by doing so, you, in a sense, we're elevating other people to the position of recreator yeah. away from our creator wow. and our purpose. I've made you, for example, my recreator. Wow. You're a recreator. Never mind that they were actually supposed to be a co-creator. Mm-hmm. You're a recreator of mine. And so if this person is not a life partner whom you're celebrating this collaborated life with, as a co-equal journeyman with, and you're going to be tossed around and victimized by those unwittingly and unknowingly, those border bullies that you've given permission to be a border bully. You're never a victim of someone else. You victimize yourself because we, after all, have to take that authority and dominion that we were created with and subject ourselves uh, to someone else's authority and dominion. In order to, and we do it for the rest of our entire life. So the kinetic believer is maintaining the energetics of their immediate environment, and we're doing it on purpose by controlling the independent self-validation of our desires. So I have a really specific question about the process that we're going to be going through to achieve uh, mastering that self-validation. And I remember when I first got a hold of this understanding, and it almost felt like I was in rehab. It almost felt like I was coming off of some sort of addiction because that's really what it is. We have, you know, when you have a a very real dependency on an outside source, uh, you know, it's it can be very difficult to to transition from that dependency to the healthy, the the right thing that you're describing. And so I'm just wondering in real time when we get rid of that validation from others and we're and we're ushering in self-validation what's going to be the best way to break those bad habits and even that you could even call it that addiction to other people's opinions is that going to be inner dialogue is that self-talk is that journaling all of the above oh it's absolutely the journaling that's the process of journaling is to keep ourselves daily meditated to stay stirred up in and within our original genius of purpose so that we don't drift away from that you know look advice is is part of life and it's it, it is correct to seek out advice for navigation because after all that's what we're doing through life mm-hmm. we're journeying through this life and so information for navigation is vital but never make the mistake of confusing advice for validation and so if someone uh, offers up advice for example you want to let's say you want to become a professional tennis player well, don't go to mom for to become your coach unless, she, unless she's a professional <laughs> she's, tennis player. But yeah. she might give you advice, perhaps, on what, what to pack. Your mom's Serena. You're <laughs> your good to go. Serena, you might want to listen to her. But make, make uh, first of all, the, mm-hmm. the distinction between um, advice that you're seeking out and... and um, uh, for navigation and that of, of validation. And it's really interesting, something you just said. It, it, give, it gave me this impression that when we approach people and we are 
we're approaching them with the sense of expectation. So you go and you tell someone something about what you're doing or what you've done, and you're bringing these huge expectations of what you want them to say to you. And so really, it seems like we're setting ourselves up again and again and again for, you know, for someone to, especially someone we know really well, we know how they're going to react. They've proven themselves that the actions have been proven out. And so you're going into this with this high expectation that, that really they just can't fulfill. Well, a good way to check that is to recognize that an expectation is simply nothing more than manipulation. For example, if I was going to give you an apple, I'm just going to share with you. I'm going to give you the apple expecting nothing in return. Just enjoy the apple. But if I give you the apple and I first think about, I'm going to give this to you, expecting you to slice it up, give me two pieces, and then... Uh, go on and on about how amazing this apple is so that I'll be satisfied with the gift. Well, obviously, I'm not going to do that, but that's what happens when we share information with someone else, expecting to become validated. We have this manipulative expectation already in mind where we're going in Mm -hmm. expecting something in return for what we're going to share. When we are sharing information with mom or dad or anybody else, it's always best to look at it like you're sharing an apple. You're going to give something away for someone else to do with what they want to do with it. And whatever their reaction is or is not Mm -hmm. will have no bearing or effect on you. It's like we've always said, what somebody else thinks about you is none of your business. Right. (laughs) That's none of your business. That's right. (laughs) And I have another question about this process. So, um... And maybe this is just me trying to cheat the system. <laughs> I don't know. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just wondering, can, I mean, is it okay? I mean, can you approach someone and say, you know what? I just, I want to tell you something that's going on in my life. And I'm not here for advice. I'm not here for opinions. I'm just here to celebrate. I just want you to celebrate with me about what I'm about to tell you. Is it okay to set the stage that way? No. Man. You, you still have an expectation, you know. But that's not really validation, is it? Is it, is it just co-expectation? Excitement? I don't expectation. Know. You know, and you can be an observer to the reaction. But to go in with an expectation, you're setting yourself up. You're setting yourself up to still be validated or not. And so if your expectation is not met, well, what's the reaction going to be? Disappointment. Well, I guess, and I guess I asked the question because I know that we've had discussions before about when you become a kinetic believer, having those conversations with the ones that you love about what your requirements are going to be going forward. And so how, how does that fit into this, to this process? Yeah, let's not make the mistake of using the word requirement. Basically yeah, those, com- those no, <laughs> we're not having any requirements. And basically when we talk about sitting down and having a, a, a good conversation with those closest to you, basically it's one of information. Mm-hmm. You're sharing expectations as far as information is concerned. In other words, I'm managing, I'm managing expectations here. Mm-hmm. The expectation is that you can expect me to be this certain way, regardless of what everybody else is doing or not doing. Wow, I'm yeah. just get, I'm putting everybody on notice about you, about, about me, me. Yeah. not a you. Yeah. It's, right. That's what I meant. <laughs> take you out of the conversation. That's yeah. right. And so that's okay. a great thing to do and to have that conversation. And even that conversation is done with no expectation right. of validating the person that you have become. That's, that, that's amazing. That's correct. Um, and you know, you also, you often talk about how important important it is to be manifesting our best lives by knowing and on purpose where we're going. Um, So we're journaling our desires for life. And I'm just wondering, so you're saying that we should also be 
open to that advice for guidance, that that wise counsel as well. That seems like a whole separate thing here. Well, you, you probably shouldn't show up. For example, on your first day of taking flight lessons, and I've gone out and taken my introductory flight lesson a couple of times, and that's why I'm even thinking about this. So I'm not going to show up on that first day of taking a flight lesson with a star map for navigation. (laughs) So I'm going to need some good information, some advice (laughs) from my instructor on how to navigate my journey of flight. That would be a great practical joke, though. (laughs) Just, oh, I think so. Okay, you sit down and you open up this big map and you look at your instructor. So, where's the big dipper? He's either gonna, Not he's good. either laughing, Not good. really hard, or he's getting out of the plane. I, I need a little, a little advice. I love it. No, the desire for approval from other people—it's a desire for recreator validation, and it's also a sign that someone is approaching life through randomness. And how many people? Ninety-nine percent of all people have this random approach to life. Mm. As a kinetic believer, we're determined that our chosen desires um, represent our original genius of purpose for even being here. And to begin to affect change in our life, if, if, look, if your feelings are easily hurt, if you're quick to change course and direction, jerk that Band-Aid off and just stop accepting recreative validation for life mm-hmm. instead of navigational directions to your chosen destination. Stop seeking validation from other people and then figure out how you're going to do it. Just stop immediately. Just tell, you know, you may not have all the answers yet. Maybe you've got 30 or 40 more of these podcasts that you need to listen to or finish the journal and go through it a couple of times. But until then, just take the simple advice. Stop seeking validation from other people. Choose rather to unconditionally love who you are the extraordinary person that you are with all of your desires. I love that idea of just jerking the Band-Aid off. Just, I thought you would. I, well, you know, sometimes it can feel really good, especially for us overthinkers. It can feel so good to just switch your mind off and dig deep and just do the thing that you know you're supposed to do that's going to be best for you. You've taught I love me that. that. We've minimalized and, and uh, <sighs> several times in our own lives with just stuff, and yeah. we get rid of it. And you, you've you <laughs> always said, it's like a Band-Aid, jerk oh, yeah. it off. Quit thinking about it. Quit circling it. Yes. Stop considering it. Get rid of it. Well, and that's that's true for so many things. Anything that's going to be really good for you, healthy for you, for your mental health, physical health, anything, it's going to require that initial moment of just pulling yourself Mm -hmm. up by your bootstraps, making the hard decision, plunging ahead. So stop seeking validation from other people. Yet, look, along the way, if you do receive encouragement or some kind of celebration from somebody else, by all means, receive that praise and acknowledge it. But then move on from where you came. Mm -hmm. Move on from where you are back to where you're rewilding to. Become undomesticated from the need for that kind of validation. Your journey is back to the beginning. To go back to your original lovely little self. Wow. That's this, so powerful. You know, the self-validator is the deciding witness when with the um, final authority over what they will attract into their lives. Mm-hmm. And the perfected life is not from within a person's intellect. The perfected life, it doesn't come from your mind right. or your reasonings. Yes. Those places will offer up contradictions to the original source energetics. The perfected life is attracted to manifest in alignment with a masterpiece that we were originally intended to become. 
Attracting the substance of desires by mastering the universe around us requires that we go much deeper than reasonings. I want to talk about that for just a second. In other words, the mind, when it is set, is capable of arguing for or against a chosen desire. Now think about this for a minute. Mm -hmm. The mind is capable of arguing either for or against something. And then feelings and emotions, they'll come racing in there. And they will lead, lead you away from your chosen kinetic beliefs if, if they are tolerated. This is the danger of subjecting our desires and our dreams and our aspirations and accomplishments and all those things for approval to somebody else. The rational response from mom or from brother or anybody else, which is all that anybody ever, ever can give you. Now, think about this. I'm telling you what I've just done, mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. All you can give me in return is a rational response, which is always by its very nature of what rationale is. It's going to be a judgmental response. Yeah, it has to be. It's based on reasoning. Correct. Capable of arguing for or against your chosen desire. Right. By That's the nature of it. So mm -hmm. one way to help understand how conversations regarding a desire with someone else is going to undermine the attraction and manifestation is this very thing. When we share an accomplishment, a desire or a plan with someone else for validation, we are reorganizing and we're just submitting the attracting energetics to their reasonings. How do you... It, when when you're speaking with someone and they're giving you this opinion, how do you recognize constructive reasonings for what they really are? Because you also said that, hey, counsel is good and you can receive this good advice. So how do we know what we're actually getting? It's always going back to validation. And like we were saying a minute ago, what is your motivation? Motivation. Yeah. So yeah. look, reason, it's, it's like a lawyer who has the ability to argue for either side. Mm -hmm. Look at it that way. Use that as a visual. In other words, the rationale, the reasonings are not anchored within the substance of your chosen desire. That right. lawyer is not coming up out of your desire. Right. That lawyer is not, not you. Is not, is not you. It's not the <laughs> substance of who you are. No one is but you. You're the mm -hmm. only one that is you. Yeah. So the need for validation is always going to undermine desire. The need for validation is an indicator that, you know what, your commitment, your article of faith has not yet been constructed. Remember that as a kinetic believer, we win. We we win the we win the manifesting waiting game by not by choosing not to play. Every journaled kinetic belief moves us in the direction of intersecting with our attractive manifestations. Belief without action, without motion, does not manifest. Mastering our immediate sphere of influence, our immediate atmosphere for creating the within universe out and around us requires the utmost responsibility regarding our authority and dominion. In other words, look, know who you are, stay stirred up in who you are and your best life will manifest. You know, it's the reason for our original genius of purpose that the kinetic believer aligns their life with um, that produces after its own kind. The, the reason that you came into the natural that we, any of us were created all of us were created with a with a bias, with a purpose by the creator of the universe that yes. we come into the natural with, that we have to, on purpose, choose to align our beliefs and our life with 
That is what's going to produce after its own kind. That is what is going to manifest our uh, perfected life. Albert Einstein said that the deep emotional conviction of the presence of a superior reasoning power, which is revealed in the incomprehensible universe, forms my idea of God. Wow. Look to imagine your determined self from within. Look within and manifest that which is and is to come. And now I love this topic, mastering self-validation, because as you master it, there is nothing, absolutely nothing, that feels better than having this high and correct opinion of yourself, waking up and knowing how amazing you are, knowing how perfectly you are created and, and how wonderful and profound your destiny is. Nothing feels better than knowing that about yourself and knowing it because you say it's true. There is limitless power in that. It's something, probably the, the thing that I put the most... Uh, stars by that I wrote down today is that you called it developing your own personal atmosphere and it really made me think of a an article I read recently and they were just talking about how if they were to colonize another planet for us to go to that could they create a habitable atmosphere and if they were going to do that they were saying that it would be from the inside out that they would be planting trees and gardens in in an effort to produce oxygen to have this perfect garden of eden atmosphere that they could create and i love that visual thinking about what we're doing here you are creating your own personal atmosphere you don't have to participate in these toxic uninhabitable atmospheres of other people you can do this on your own with your own you're creating your own world your own universe that personal atmosphere that's just a wonderful phrase to to keep in mind mm, great visual megan you know what you're doing is you're keeping that you're, you're developing it from within that way regardless of where you go regardless of the people that are in that already occupying space when yes. you show up you're still creating the atmosphere from what you've already located from within and those energetics are creating a vortex it's almost like a force field mm -hmm. and you're in that zen place you're of maintaining it, it wherever yeah. you go in this journey for life so we're not being subjected now yeah. anymore with a need for validation from anybody to be moved off of our purpose yes. for life. It's like a portable vortex. Yeah. <laughs> Look, meditating to practice unconditional love remakes you to become impervious to those negative energetics. Now, why, why is this so vital? It's because negative energetics manifest fear, the substance of which attracts failure, attracts anxiety, sickness, disease, destruction, poverty, lack, depression, all of those things. Adhering to and relying upon, kinetically believing your creator's love is the first step to rewilding from fear. But you know what? We've got to, you must not forget that practicing your creator's love is of the uh, it's the equalizer for your positive flow of manifesting whatever you can think of or imagine. So how can loving yourself and others rewild you from fear, you may be thinking? When you're perfectly determined to be an expression of love as a choice, you're in alignment with the original intention, the bias within the universe. And as long as you're in alignment, the negative, destructive energetics, they look, they can't touch you. You become impervious to that stuff. You're not going to have your feelings hurt anymore. It's not going to be painful anymore. You're not going to be scratching your head thinking, well, what, why don't they love me? What's wrong with me anymore? <laughs> this just simply means that the destructive force of the substance of fear, it cannot recreate you anymore. 
you're in, it's you're impervious to all of that reconstructive substance. And the more that you develop in your love, the more that you grow in your manifesting kinetic belief, the stronger you become in this. And the law of attraction it's just a subset theory to kinetic belief, which manifests desires within the energetics of love. And since purposeful kinetic belief is the absolute opposite of the substance of fear, the unchanging, immovable, immutable love that you're creating within your life, the the less influence fear is going to have until it's just, I mean, diminished to non-existence. Unconditional love is a decision. It's not a feeling. In fact, you probably will, often will not feel like it. Uh, and look, you don't have to like somebody to love them, but you sure better love them. The feeling will follow, but it's not going. It will not fortuitously lead you to always love. The more you meditate to practice unconditional love, I am telling you, the closer you will then draw to perfect, fully matured energetics of love. Let's let's just go ahead and create mm-hmm. um, by affirming some of our highest viewpoints and speak some things to remember about practicing and uh, perfecting unconditional love in a process that, you know what, it just rewilds us away from all of the negative influences of fear that we have subjected ourselves to and, and wrongly believed throughout our lives. Just um, say this, say it out loud. Say, I believe. I believe. Love forgives. Love forgives. I believe. I believe. Love refuses to get offended. Love refuses to get offended. I believe. I believe. Love values people. Love values people. I believe. I believe. Unconditional love for self. Unconditional love for self. And a pride requiring the validation of others. And a pride requiring the validation of others. Cannot coexist. Cannot coexist. I believe love is not envious. I believe that love is not envious. Or jealous of others. Or jealous of others. I believe love is patient and kind. I believe that love is patient and kind. I believe love believes the best in others. I believe that love believes the best in others. The best in myself. The best in myself. Rather than assuming the worst. Rather than assuming the worst. I believe love shuts the door on strife. I believe that love shuts the door on strife. When I'm away from home. When I'm away from home. And when I am at home. And when I am at home. Mm. Wow. Look, you know, Megan, practicing the love, the acceptance of the bias of our creator that through these galaxies and the stars and all that there is into place, it will grow our trust and diminish our fear until it just disappears. Yes. It is of no more substance in our lives. When you perfect yourself within the love of all and you give yourself, uh, Validated subjective beliefs, the space and opportunity your best life will manifest. Mm. It'll always space manifest. Space and opportunity, I like that. And yeah, love, it's the most, it is the most vital to advancing and growing in purpose key that there is. Yeah. In fact, if, if we don't mature in unconditional love, I'm telling you that we will not grow up at all. We'll just stay right here where we are. Just cave people squatting around the walls, Mm -hmm. wondering what the next generation might be able to enjoy. Advancing in our original genius of purpose, it keeps us out of fear because the positive manifesting power of life takes up every creative space in our mind, in our body, in our spirit, and in our soul. And if, look, if you haven't given unconditional love much attention lately, I'm telling you, it's time to shift your thoughts. Rewilding 
to recenter within the love that's already in your spirit and then meditating to practice loving others is a life manifesting changer. Wow. Imagine yes. never fearing anything ever again. Mm. Anything. Imagine living in peace and joy and the prosperity that comes from an obedient, love-filled life. Because I'm telling you that it is yours for the taking. So just go and love somebody and let <laughs> and let it begin with you. Yeah. All you need is love. All you need is love. <laughs> wow. What a powerful episode this has been. Mastering self-validation. Getting everything you need from within. Mm. I think I need to listen to this one about three more times to get everything. <laughs> you gave yeah. us so much and, and it's just so jam-packed with good information. And I have to say, when I, I do I do listen to these more than once. And every time I listen, I get something new because the first time it's sort of laying the foundation. The second time, okay, I need to, I, I heard a few more things. And then that third time, it's just seeding it so that I can actually take it with me. Well, that's the, that's the, the, um, benefit of these podcasts too is you can take take this information and this material and use it as a lens for your own life overlay it on yourself yeah. and then as you become honest with yourself that's when we begin journaling and you can take the law of attraction 100 day uh, book which has been turned into a guided journal mm-hmm. and which helps you to establish first of all your personal genius of purpose and then from there your convictions and from there your articles of faith you know, all of this that we continue to talk about in mm-hmm. these podcasts and work through in the journal, it's it's all fun. Yes. It's just, it's a joy. It's, yeah. And the, the process of mastering kinetic belief, which is a journey, begins to manifest immediate peace and joy and happiness and yeah. um, uh, all of those things while attracting abundance into our lives. You know, our dreams and visions that we talk about, and as you begin to have these swarms of ideas that are in alignment with your greatest desires and expectations, they're just guideposts that are showing up that we are taking in our journal as uh, blueprinted ideas that we're using for perfecting our lives through the, the power of kinetic belief. And actually, the, the journal, the 100-day Law of Attraction Guided Journal, is the roadmap that you create for getting there. Yes, and you can use it again and again and again and you reveal new things about yourself every time you go through it. It's such a powerful tool and and I like to, you know, you're right. It is thrilling. This process is thrilling. It's supposed to be an adventure um, of of self-discovery and of of rediscovering who you really are, of rewilding and any aggression or digging deep that is required is so worth it. It's just so worth that moment of mm-hmm. of aggression. Absolutely. Stephanie from North Carolina, great yeah. to hear from you. Anybody else, if you got any questions or comments, you can <laughs> shoot us an email at uh, yeah. kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Stephencanyon.com is the website where yes. you can again sign up to receive a notification every time that Miss Maggie and I drop another <laughs> podcast. And yeah. you, uh, can, you can also join the Kinetic Belief private oh, yeah, Facebook yeah. group through the website as mm-hmm. well. And that's a great place to... Uh, you know, not receive validation from others, but to join co-creators in in getting excited and celebrating one another and the dreams and visions that we do have. And if you're a newbie, if you're a brand new KB, KB or kinetic believer, yeah. and you're thinking, how do I know what my genius of purpose is right there on the website? You can download the, uh, per- the genius of purpose workbook, yeah. and it will take you Powerful. right to the core center of your being to illuminate the mm-hmm. reason and purpose that you are here. Yes. in the land of the living. It's a great companion to the guided journal, a great way to kickstart that entire process. Wow. I think, 
I think we got a week's worth in there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it well, felt like it. I've already made a few more notes of some oh, things yeah. that I feel okay. like I okay. need to cover. Very cool. we'll, we'll get to it next well, week. I can't so. wait to sure. hear from everyone. All the, I love getting all the emails and love you guys. Love you, KBs. Peace, love. Yeah, okay. Well, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. I can't wait for next week. Sure. Bye.